the all-star app, the number one app in the business, UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. Let's uh let's jump into the first thing, man. Um, on Tapology on SureDog, you have 24 professional fights, but I know you have more fights that they don't have logged in. And you talked about some illegal fights in a different interview. Tell me about those fights. Oh, yeah. Back in Argentina, we, we didn't have army fights. So um, back in the day, when, when I started training this, it was 204 with my one of my best friends and, and first coach, Matias Lemon. And we just start fighting wherever we can because we didn't have, have any tournaments there, any MMA uh, commissioners or something like that. So we start doing uh, illegal fighting in the gym. And sometimes uh, uh, my, my, well, my best friend organized these fights and sometimes the guys, they didn't show up. So uh, we, we got a fight like, we got like 20 fights and then the other day we only have three fights. And one time, uh, I came from, I came just to see the fight uh, with a hangover. Uh, I didn't even bring my, my, my mouthpiece and my, and my, my former coach says, uh, you gotta help me, bro. You got you, you need to fight. You gotta help me. I'm saying, bro, I'm hang, I'm hangover. I don't want to fight. I, I'm, I'm going to get destroyed. I said, no, don't worry. Don't worry. You're too good. Uh, you got this. So, okay. First of all, uh, I need a mouthpiece, so he uh, he sent uh, another student to bought a mouthpiece. We put the mouthpiece in in hot water. I mold it, and then I just rub my hands and put some gloves, and then let's go. I'm five. Mm. Yeah, and the motherfucker told me, please don't knock him out in the first round. Uh, make the fight uh, last a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was hungover. And, and the, I mean, I was kind of like three hours sleep, but yeah, I was young, I was wild, so I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> was this when you were like a teenager or were you already in your 20s? No, I was in my 20s, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Back in the day, I, I mean, I didn't know if I want to become a professional fighter. Uh, in Argentina, that doesn't exist. Right now, it, it, it's a career. Right now, it, it's, it's something that, a little kids could aspire to. That's why it's so important for me uh, this, because I'm I'm opening the, the path for the other kids down there. So it, it doesn't become so hard uh, for them too. And yeah, so I was studying, I was working, I was trying to be every every Latin American mother uh, wants his his kid to study and become a professional, a lawyer, a doctor, or something like that. In Argentina, it's like that. So you want to become a, a professional uh, athlete, you need to be a, full, a soccer player. Yeah. If not, you can't. So it was, at the moment, was really weird to say like, hey, mom, I want to fight. Like, what? Yeah. That doesn't exist there. Yeah. Right now, yeah. Right now, uh, a lot of little kids could aspire to be MMA fighter to fight in UFC, and that's why we are fighting for. How crazy is it that you are a pioneer of the sport? You know what I mean? Like, is it kind of weird to say yourself like you're a pioneer oh, yeah. in your country? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, 
we are only five people in UFC from my country mm-hmm. and there are going to be more for sure. Yeah. But it's weird because it's a long journey to make. I've been training since I, li- I was living in a lot of places, in a lot mm-hmm. of countries, just and, and most of, of the fight I, I lost is because uh, we didn't know, but they just let us know like, hey, you want to fight in Russia two weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go. Hey, you want to fight in Brazil for two in two weeks? Yeah, let's go. Because people do that. Managers do that a lot of time. Uh, just to build another fighter, they, they call someone in, in short notice to fight, and we need to fight. We, we need we, in that moment we need that experience. So they just call me and say, "Hey, you want to fight in Brazil? Well, yeah, let's go." And then uh, two weeks before, "Hey, you want to fight in Russia? Well, yeah, let's go." So that's most of my losses in my career because I didn't make even a camp. I just fought. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know how to do this. But now we are really experienced on that and, and we made the change, the necessary changes. And just, we're, we're still learning, but we're just going. Yeah, you're definitely learning. And uh, after your last fight, you know, you changed management, you changed teams, you moved to different city. Why did you decide to do all of this? Uh yeah, first of all, I changed management, uh, um, team, I changed everything around me because uh, my last fight camp was awful. Uh, a, a lot of shit happened between them. Uh, and then I took this fight that I think was a good fight. But no, I, I, be, I realized that in the middle of the fight. Mm. It was a bad cut for me. I caught like 20 pounds in three days. Uh, I got diarrhea, but that's no excuse. Uh, this motherfucker was too good. Like, I was there inside the cage, and I realized that there's level to this shit. Like, I was trying to hit him, and, and I was doing everything my coaches tell me, and everything my we been working, we been working for, for that fight, and that motherfucker wasn't there. Like, what the fuck? I realized that in the fight. Like, uh, I sit in the corner and I say, bro, I need to knock out this motherfucker because I'm going to lose. He's too good. He's too good. And in my head, I was like, well, I, I was trying to hit him and he wasn't there anymore. He was attacking me. He was countering me. And stylistically, was a bad match for me. Uh, I didn't, I don't know how, how I could grab that. And it was a top 15. And right now, Kyler Phillips, we need to realize that He's soon going to be a champion. He's going to be a top 10 for sure, like in the in the near future, because he's too good. And I didn't understand that. I just think like, ah, yeah, let's go to fight. But bro, it isn't a fight anymore. It's a sport and everybody is calculating this shit. Everybody is picking this. Everybody is studying stylistically how, how, it, how it works. And, and now I'm with people that realize that. And, and that teach me that. So that's why I made all the changes. Uh, before, I didn't have anything f- of that. I'm happy to hear that, man. It's it's good to see that you could look at something and say, I need to change. You know, a lot of times fighters, they're stubborn. Like even you taking fights, right? You're like, I'll fight anybody. I don't yeah. give a fuck, right? You know, that has to change too, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, and they offer me a lot of fights. And I say, yeah, let's go. Let's fight. And my coach said, no, you need to work uh, a little bit more with me. 
you need to like I'm with James Krause right now, and I I I was being ready to fight since I lost. Like like I never stopped training, and the UFC offered me some fights. I can't remember the names, but James James told me and say, hey, it's a good fight for you, but I need more time to work with you. You've been here like only two months. Uh, I can't work with you in two months. You need to be patient a little bit more. So uh, I just trust him because he knows a lot about the sport and I need to trust someone, right? Yeah. yeah so I was like, yeah, whatever you say, coach. But you need to know like, I'm ready to fight anytime. <laughs> if something falls off, I sure know this, whatever, I'm ready to fight. You just let me know. And we've been expecting, we've been expecting, and then the UFC make us the offer, and we say, yeah, let's go. Yeah, James Krause, you know, he's one of the best coaches in the in the game, and there's a reason why he's one of the best coaches. There's a reason why there's so many good fighters at the gym with you. How different has this camp been for you? Is it more like on the mental side? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's more on the mental side and on the like like understanding the matches, understanding the the judges understanding all the new shit that is that is hot because i mean i'm with brandon moreno and we always work hard like today is my my rest day and i train two times is my rest day i train two times if not i'm training four times or three times like like every day i don't give i live for this so i get up i go to train i ate i go to train i ate i go to train that's my life and today was my rest day I train like in the morning wrestling and then I did my I did my physical condition and now I'm gonna go to to the massage and to the recovery to the sauna but it physically is not that challenging for me because I'm always training hard but yeah mentally is is I need to adapt to the changes so yeah it's really good the the room is full of killers, right? And, oh, and all in yeah. that division, bantamweight, featherweight, yeah. lightweight. Who are your your best training partners right now for for this for this camp? My main training partner is David Onama. Okay. Yeah, he's my perro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> every day, and we keep pushing the pace. And he got a fight in January 14, so we we're working, we're working hard, brother. And then I train with also uh, Isaac, du- Isaac Dulgarian. He got a fight January 14th. He's yeah. amazing. He's going to put the whole, the whole division on notice. Uh, I, I mean, I train with a lot of USC guys. Jeff Molina, uh, Brandon Moreno. Uh, I mean, there's a, a room full of killers. And every time, every day, I take no round, no round rest. I go hard uh, all the rounds, so today was really hard. But the end of the practice, we go live, uh, mm. five hard rounds. Uh, and the good thing here is that James uh, he trained with us. You see, uh, the coach came early to work with yeah. every every different fighter, and di- a different day. For example, I work with him on Thursday, uh, on Tuesday. Sorry, but. Uh, then he explained the techniques, but he, he goes live with us. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, today I, I do one round with him. It was a good round. I mean, uh, what could you expect more from a coach that 
he's training with you he's sweating with you he's knowing you how to how you move how you need to to perfect in the in the in the technique so that's amazing for me yeah there's a a different respect right for a coach yeah, like that sure. he's part with us mm -hmm. tomorrow we go uh, sparring uh, like hard sparring uh, and we go like we drill a little bit and we go like six six five minute rounds by hard with with all mm -hmm. the killers and james just put his shins put his gloves on and let's go he's, he's still <laughs> part with us i mean what could what could i ask for for more exactly now you know you're fighting francis marshall you know he's a undefeated prospect first fight in the ufc what do you think about him and the skill set oh man he's really good i mean i've been watching him i've been studying but yeah he's a tough matchup uh he's gonna be an entertaining fight mm -hmm. uh, for sure he's gonna try to take me down because all motherfuckers don't do that because they don't want to stand back with me and uh, i want to make a good fight for it's a stacked card. I mean, all the fights are going to be like, all the Orlando fights are going to be fire, bro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited for this matchup. And, and why did you decide to, to go up to featherweight? Because you've been fighting at Bantamweight for a while. Uh, yeah, I've been fighting my, at Bantamweight because my former coach just told me like, hey, you're too small to, to featherweight. Uh -huh. But then uh, uh, two months in the into james uh in here in glory mma uh, james came to me and said hey can we have lunch and he he bought uh he bought his his notebook and he said look uh i saw your last cut and the last cut i cut like 20 pounds in three days uh it was really bad for me i got diarrhea and i made the way yeah that's it uh and he, he brings to me all the fights I've been fighting at 35. And the fight is I, I lose at 35, I lose in the third round. The third and second round, I win it. I I, I won. Every every fight that I lose in 35. Uh, and he told me, look, this is a, these are your fights at 35. I also got a lot of fights before in, in 45. And he said, look, these are your fights at 45. Uh, look at this one, this one, and this one. I got finishes, my finishes, my winning in the third round. I'm saying, this is what happened. The way cut is, is getting you, uh, slow down your pace, and you're getting tired in the third round because you're wake up. Look, this, these are your fights. Uh, and he bring me numbers. So I, I, I was watching that and say, you're right, brother. And he told me, hey, why are you still doing this? I don't know, because I'm a soldier. I don't know what to do. My former coach told me that, hey, you need to fight for, at 35. So I just made way and, and, and fight at 35. But yeah, it was awful. Like uh, one month before my fight, I just, I need to stop cutting, I, stop, stop eating carbs. No. Just, it's, it's awful. Like yeah. my, my portion, my meal portion are really slow, really small. So now I put some more muscle. I got like 140, 140 pounds of, of pure muscle. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking around like, when I'm not fighting, I'm walking around like uh, 175, 178. Wow. And right now I'm 167, kind of like that. So I'm really good, look. Jacked. Jacked, yeah. right? 
feeling good. I'm feeling good. My cardio is amazing. I've been running like a madman. I've been training like a crazy man. So it's good. That's right. That's right. I love it. Uh, you know, this is a very important fight for you coming up, man. How do you see yourself performing in this fight? What do you? What kind of performance do you need? Do you think? Oh, man, I need the performance of my life, mm -hmm. and I've been preparing mentally for that. Like, I don't give a fuck about the result. I know I need to win, but I need to show myself that I'm a good fighter. Because my last fight was awful for me. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of happened, a lot of shit happened, but that's no 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 excuse. Uh, this is this fight needs to be my best performance of my life. Uh, it needs to be for me, only for me. I love it, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. We've known each other for a little while, so you yeah. know. I remember in the pandemic. You're in Mexico City, stuck there, you know, stuck. nothing. Yeah, fucking Combat America didn't release my contract. And UFC mm -hmm. was calling me like, hey, you want to fight in Argentina? Hey, you want to fight? A lot of shit uh, been happened. The last past past years was really trouble for me. But I'm living here right now. I'm, I'm yeah. living my best life. You're fine, yeah. man. Sorry for that one. December 3rd, UFC Orlando in front of the crowd. It's going to be amazing. If you want to know more about the event, go to the description and download the All-Star app. Marcelo, thank you, man, so much for the time. I'm I'm all the best, man, to you and in this fight in your future, man. You've always been a stand-up guy. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. And, you know, anytime. <laughs>